Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well this Tuesday morning. You can get in touch. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086 1800 658. Let's have the Arrhythmics to kick us off. There's the Rhythmic Sweet Dreams and LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you for the next little while. Hope you're keeping well. I got a really nice message last night and it was an unexpected message from the Nugent family. You know, the Nugents, Ireland's fittest family. They were chatting with us last week or a week or so ago about their success. And uh, Mags reached out to me last night. And this is a lovely story. And this is a truly only in Ireland kind of story, right? So she says um, they received a card, but they don't know who they've res- who've given them the card because the person didn't sign their name. So they just said they are delighted to receive this card from a very thoughtful individual who has clearly gone out of their way in the hope that the card would find us. These things don't happen too often in today's generation of social media. And it's heartwarming to see the goodness that still exists in Ireland, as well as the postmen who can still get posts delivered with just a surname because in true Irish fashion uh, this person didn't know where the Nugents lived they just knew that they were a Drogheda so they just put and I have an image here of the envelope saying Nugent family Drogheda County Loud and then on the other side Ireland's fittest family winners and I just thought that that was absolutely brilliant so the postman being very good at his job, obviously, and knowing uh, who they were, managed to get the letter and the card uh, safely to them. But it's lovely. It's just a card just, you know, wishing them well and congratulating them on their success in Ireland's fittest family. And they want to find the people who sent this to them uh, and track them down and, and say thank you in person because they were just so touched to receive this card. And I know what it's like. I've spoken about that in the show before, about getting a card in the post, just a really nice card from someone somebody that might be thinking of you or whatever it might be and thankfully over the years on this programme I've gotten so many cards from from you and it's been just lovely so I know that feeling so maybe if uh, the person is listening to this it's a long shot but we'll give it a try if the person who sent the Nugents a Christmas card or a card just congratulating them on their success in the show uh, you didn't sign off the card they'd love to track you down and, and, and thank you in person if that is you and you'd like to reach out and get in touch 
086-1800-658 and we can put you in touch with them. It's lovely. They say we are so honoured to think that they feel proud of us and thank them sincerely for their kind message. It meant a lot and it just goes to show you you know, something like that, a small gesture means, you know, the the, the world to, to, to other people. Uh, they say in the card that you've done the North East, Proud and Leinster, you beat a very strong team. Happy Christmas. It doesn't say who it's from. So they'd love to track down who that is. Was it you? Are you listening right now? The Nugents would like to say thank you. So if it is you or if you know who might have sent that card, 086-1800-658. And I just love that they just put the nude and strata on it. Ireland's versus family. Absolutely brilliant. Only in Ireland. Those guys are back in the studio. Very exciting. No doubt working on some cracking good music. There they are. Coldplay with something like this. Apparently as well, they shared an update as part of a post saying they're back in the studio, but also they included a list of musicians that they are listening to right now. So what is on Coldplay's playlist? Well, the 1975 Stormzy is in there as well and Inhaler. There you go. That's their kind of musical preferences at the moment. Uh, the guys are going to be teaming up with another uh, fantastic artist that is really just having a moment uh, for the Capital Jingles Bell Ball with Barkley Card that's happening in the UK uh, next I think when's it happening uh, oh Jingle Bell Ball so yeah up, and, up until Christmas so that's the 10th the 10th of December in 02 in London uh, yeah they've teamed up with Lewis Capaldi and would you know he's on my playlist we're going to play him after these 11 to 1 we were talking about postmen being brilliant at their job. Uh, we were talking about the Nugents, Ireland's fittest family, receiving a letter from somebody. They don't know who this lovely person is, but they've given them a card. They're trying to track them down and we put out appeal there earlier on. And Mark has been in touch because we were just laughing at the fact that they just wrote the Nugents, Drada, Ireland's fittest family on it. And it winged its way safely to them. Uh, Mark and uh, Navin says, uh, or sorry, Mark and Kel says, Hi Sinead, many years ago I received a letter from England that was just addressed Mark Trimroad Navin great postman great postman I mean they are fantastic I, I'd love to know is there anyone else out there that's gotten in a letter or something addressed to them that just had their own name and a random location roughly where they lived I'd love to know that if there's any postman listening what's the most bizarre address that you've received but you knew exactly where they were t- supposed to go 086-1800-658 Lewis Capaldi forget me on LMFM's 11 to 1 sad news this morning and shocking uh, news people I think will uh, discover uh, that Kirsty Alley fantastic actress has passed away aged 71 I mean, don't think people realise that she was ill but she passed away um, from ca- uh, cancer uh, which was only recently discovered and her family say she was surrounded by her closest family fought with great strength leaving us with a certainty of her never ending joy of living and whatever adventures lie ahead as iconic as she was on screen she was even more amazing mother and grandmother and iconic she was on screen is right people love to kind of just mention one or two you know I suppose roles that people might recall but she's in so many brilliant films 1990s Madhouse she was fantastic uh, Lover Boy from 1989 uh, Bunny's Tale 1985 David's Mother 1994 she was in 
Toothless, which was a Disney uh, production in 97. Of course, Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking Too. Uh, for Richer, for Poorer as well. Absolutely brilliant career that she's had. But of course, everybody will know her from Cheers. And I was trying to track down a little piece here about Cheers because, do you know, Cheers could easily have ended when Shelley Long, who you might recall, she played Diane one half of the show's will they, won't they couple. So when she left the series, the show could have easily kind of went completely downhill. Uh, her final episode, by the way, as Diane Shelley Long, this is, was the number one most watched show of the week. So replacing Shelley Long was going to be a very difficult task. So wisely, what did they do? Well, they chose a performer and character completely the opposite to Diane. Uh, they had uh, Kirstie Alley's Rebecca Howe. She was an 80s powerhouse working woman, all shoulder pads, all this kind of stuff. And uh, she was the boss, wasn't she? But she was also a bit of a mess. Um, she resisted Sam Malone, played by Ten Dancing as well, uh, most of the time. And she spent six seasons on the show. So of course, Sam and Rebecca hooked up, had some on and off plots and their banter back and forth was fantastic and she deservedly won an Emmy for Outstanding Performance as well. Uh, I just had to give you a little bit of their back and forth. Here is the fantastic Kirstie Alley in Cheers. You didn't knock. Habit. Oh my God. Well, this place doesn't even look like my office anymore. Thank you. wasn't easy. How could you do this? I mean, you, you, you took away all the, all the charm, all the warmth. Where's Dave? Dave? My moose head. I set him free. If he really loves you, he'll come back. Here you go. What's it? A severance check. Please be a stranger. Why? What what'd I do? In baseball ease, Mr. Malone, you showed me up. You and the rest of the cats and jammer kids. Goodbye. Now, wh- wait a minute. What about that conversation you had with your, uh... <laughs> By what? Your, your heart. Your heart. You, you pitied me. You've spent your pity, Mr. Malone. Okay, fine. Yeah, you know, I don't want your pity anyway. You know, I can live without this job. I'll find another way of supporting myself. And my mother. I mean, now the, the doctor's only given me six months to live. Come on, please, listen. I, I swear to you, nothing like this will ever happen again. Come on, a decent boss would give me a second chance. I'll tell you something, I... Don't say a guy would. I wasn't going to say a guy would. But he would. <laughs> All right. I'll give you another chance. All right. Thank you. Thank you. But I want to make something very clear. Okay. You've just got one chance left. Mm -hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, again in baseball ease, it's the bottom of the ninth. You've got two outs, two strikes, and no ball. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant, Kirsty Alley. She will be forever remembered for an absolute icon and amazing performances that she had on the screen. 
Merry Christmas, everyone. Now, it wouldn't be Christmas without the panto. Oh, no, it would. Oh, yes, it would. It would. McLean Burke, he is, as everyone will know, Damien from Fair City. He is swapping Carrickstown for the Olympia stage. We're going to be chatting to him all about Ollie Polly and the Beanstalk panto. It's coming to the Olympia in the next few weeks. We're going to chat to him after these. 11 to 1. He's most famously known for playing Damien in Fair City, but he's swapping Carrickstown for the three Olympia stage this Christmas as he transforms into the outrageous Polly for this year's Ollie Polly and the Beanstalk Panto. It's the first time that they're back in three years and they're going to be bringing plenty of fun and mayhem uh, to the audiences this Christmas. I'm delighted to be joined by McLean Burke, who's on the line with me now. How are you getting on? How are you doing? How are things? I'm great. It's great to have you on the show again and it's fantastic news to see this Panto's back on the stage for the first time in three years, McLean. I know, it's unbelievable. It seems like it's always meant to be. It's three years in the three Olympia, so uh, <laughs> hopefully that bodes well for us. But uh, yeah, we're all very excited uh, and very nervous as well. It's really weird. Like, it's 2019 since we were on stage. So, yeah, mm. there's a lot of... A lot of Twitchy, nervous people uh, working hard to get this show ready. Oh, I can understand that. And no doubt, though, once you get out there and get started, all the nerves will disappear. But it's good to have that energy beforehand. Now, you're a regular at the Panto. You've done quite a few at this stage. Is it the sheer madness and mayhem that attracts you to it or what? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know what it is? It's absolute. Uh, And like, honestly, the the Olympia Panto in particular is pure bonkers. (laughs) And that does appeal to me because it's the very reason I got into it. It's the very reason I started as a young fella. You know, do do little pantos every year down in the local uh, halls and and just finding myself and, and letting loose, letting all of those uh, multiple personalities that I had as a child out. <laughs> um, and it's a great way of reconnecting with that and also, you know, bringing a lot of fun to to family and friends. And it's it's just fantastic. And of course, you get to dress up in a big... Uh, dress and jump around the stage like you an easy. You do, jump. you do, because you play the outrageous Polly worlds away. I mean, she could not be further away from Damien. Oh no, like there's absolutely no doubt. <laughs> Honestly, unless you knew me by my name, you don't know I'm that fella off the telly. Right. You know what I mean? There's not a chance you would know. Oh, like there's no, you just wouldn't. You, there's no way. Uh, like even character wise, like, you know, Polly is up there. She talks like that all day. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she, she's a big bruiser. Like she's, she's someone you wouldn't mess with now. If Polly okay. says you do something, you may do it or else. Okay, so there's no messing with her. And, you know, we know the Jack and the Beanstalk story, but this is Panto. So we have Ollie and Polly and a Beanstalk. Yeah. Give us the rough plot of this now. Well, I mean, we have, uh, yeah, we have, uh, uh, obviously, you know, it ties in what's going on. Uh, Ollie, uh, Ollie and Polly are struggling to pay the electricity bills. And uh, <laughs> we hear about, uh, you know, she, she's on her spin bike trying to cut down electricity and she's generating some electricity off her spin bike. And things are very tough. The rent has gone up. And we hear uh, of this golden goose that the... Uh, that that our, our giant has, and we we find uh, we try and come up with a plan to get the golden goose, and then we can pay our bills and keep the cow and the whole kit and caboodle. And of course, we have some fantastic actors in there. We've uh, Ryan and Michaela, you know, yes. the, the beautiful newlyweds. Yeah, um, yeah. We we have uh, McGregor in there. She's uh, one of our uh, sisters again, and. Uh, we have Patrice, James Patrice, and Rob Vickers, and Zoe Talbot, and just fantastically talented people. I always, 
to be honest with you, like I go in there and I just kind of cause ructions and then you have all this other talent on stage singing and dancing and jumping around, you know. But you yeah, have every... just breaking stuff and screaming. <laughs> I love it, I love it. But every panto must have a villain. Now, can you tell me about the villain or is that under wraps? No, listen, this this year, our, our villain is, is, is Rob Vickerson. He plays the Baron this year. Okay. And I, I swear... Now, what a lot, a lot of people don't know about Rob is that, like, Rob was uh, the lead in Les Mis. This guy can sing. <laughs> yeah. Like, he will blow the roof off this place. But he's also one of the funniest character actors you're ever going to come across in your life. And some of the stuff he's doing on stage. Uh, he also plays, strange enough, Rob, who's in around f- 5 foot 10, 11, plays a character that's about three foot. Okay. <laughs> so, interesting, you know, you can, you can, it's, it's very, very funny. Um, and definitely, I just think, I think audiences, both mammies, daddies and kids are just going to scream with laughter. Oh, that's what you want. You want the whole family because uh, as well as laughter, though, I was just realising this, like panto is the one art form where the audiences oh, yeah. are encouraged to boo and hiss as well yeah. at the villain. Like, I, that's quite unusual, isn't it? Yeah, it's a mad one. And like, it, it's the only, I think it's the only stage form where like, if you corpse on stage, they love you first. Yeah. Like, if you go to anything else, you go, see man, imagine not knowing your lines. But in this, you know, in Panto, if you, like, fall on your head and forget <laughs> your lines, people will love, love you first. Yeah. <laughs> it's the <laughs> strangest thing. But uh, it's, it's just great fun. And in fact, half the battle is to keep a straight face on yeah. when you're on stage anyway. Because oh. we're all trying to catch each other out, to be honest. I'd say so. I'd say there's trickery afoot, absolutely. Ah, you better believe it. Uh, now, I have to talk to you about Fair City as well because you've yeah. been embroiled. You've been embroiled in, a, in an affair in the last oh, little while since I was talking to you. <laughs> listen, if there's an affair going in Carrickstown, Damo will, will certainly be <laughs> yeah. near or, or close to where yes. it happened. Uh, this one now, in fairness to him, it's not an affair that he's taking part in. It's no. something that he's fallen into. Uh, simply by running over to try and grab uh, Murray's phone from, and yeah, and once again, like you know, he's caught up in the middle of us. It happens to be, uh, you know, his nemesis Paul Brennan. Yes, and uh, there's that, there's that, you know, there's that awkward kind of disposition of like not liking Paul, but certainly not agreeing with what's happening either. Yeah. So you know, it's it's dodging bullets and uh, and squirming under the spotlight. Oh yeah, big time. Now, is there anything that you can reveal that might be explosive in terms of a storyline in the run-up to Christmas or is that firmly under wraps now? Well, like there's some great stuff coming up. I mean, obviously there's there's talk of weddings and wedding bells and all that and in okay. typical South fashion, you know for a fact that if there's a wedding, there's going to be one hell of a scrap. Yeah, <laughs> love so it. It'll be interesting to see how that fares out and uh, I know myself and uh, Maraid are invited to the full event not just okay. the after Ooh. so uh, yeah we, we, I'm sure that the uh, audience are going to lap that up you know oh definitely and you know speaking of scraps I've always yeah. wondered how do you actually do like punches do you know what I mean in, in on television how do you get the screen uh, punch know, to look yeah. so well it's yeah. so cool yeah it's all it's all just messing with angles you know what yeah. I mean it's, it's all just uh, you know avo- avoiding a, a wide open shots and it's about throwing it off the off the, the shoulder and uh, and like though, uh, having said that now I remember years ago poor Ryan O'Shaughnessy who played my brother in it I remember um, when, when my mother had died in the show 
and I was raising the kids and we had this yes. scene where we were, you know, I, and Damo gave him a slap. And we were running it and running it and then we went to do the take and we did it and I could see this beautiful kind of reaction that Ryan did and he's crying, his tears dropping, you know, pouring down his face. It's like, oh my God, this kid's killing it, you know? And then we went, cut. And uh, he held his face and uh, the stage runner turned around and he goes, Mac, did you, did you hit him? I said, I didn't know you did. <laughs> I actually hear some by acting. I hit the child by acting. Oh no! So, so uh, there was no acting required. Just, I, and so the, 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 I had to, yeah, I had to, I had to use home reply for that one and, and let him throw a dig at me. So of course, <laughs> we always got on great. It was just one of those things that happened, well, and very seldom has. It, 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 you know, it's easily done. It's you're in the flow of it. You're actors. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're absolutely. <laughs> uh, now speaking of Christmas as well, you know, this is you're not going to have much time off. This show starts on December twenty first. It's running all the way till the eighth. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 pedal to the metal. Uh, we'll be off. I think we Christmas Day off, uh, Christmas Eve off, and then then we're we're, we're in, in. It to win it, you know that way. But it's kind of it's nice, you know, because while everyone else is getting fast eating Christmas pudding <laughs> and cake, we're out uh, sweating from every direction and we end up losing we have summer bodies come January you know, <laughs> I love it so Absolutely. Uh, 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 Polly will be, be, be uh, beach ready by January <laughs> Fantastic well I wish you and the family a very happy Christmas best of luck with the panto I won't need to wish you luck it's going to be a smash hit thank you so much for joining me though McLean Legend. Thanks, Thanks so a million. Much. Thanks care. so much. McLean Burke there. It's called Ollie Polly and the Beanstalk. It's running from the 21st of December right through to Sunday, the 8th of January. You can get the tickets, ticketmaster.ie. 11 to 1. Getting back to the music now. And these guys just picked up America's most prestigious cultural award for their contribution to US culture over their lifetime. There you go, it's you too with Swedish Thing on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching but still to come. Bold food made good. Mead the Foodies, the Daily Dish are with us. Plus, the search is on for the Northeast's friendliest shopkeeper. 11 to 1. George Ezra, blame it on me. Kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you. You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. You can get in touch 086 658 and you are getting in touch because earlier on we were talking about, well it was a lovely appeal that the Nugent family, Ireland's fittest family, wanted to put out on the show. They received a card in the post, just you know a really lovely card with a lovely heartfelt message and they wanted to track down the person who sent them the card because they didn't sign it but in true Irish style they did address it to Ireland's fittest family the Nugent Strada that's all they put on it so I asked you was, did you ever get something in the post that had the most bizarre thing on your address or did you ever send something like this and the messages are coming in on 086-1800-658. My son Morris, this is brilliant. My son Morris sent a card addressed to Mother Dearest. <laughs> Drum Bride, Drum Conrad and Navin. There are only three houses in this townland. The post lady didn't know who the card was for says this message so mother dearest absolutely brilliant this is coming in from Julie hi Sinead my son was in Oz a few years ago he sent a Christmas card to me with money in it he didn't even close it never mind have it sealed and written in it was ma'am commons navin <laughs> luckily the postwoman knew uh, that I had a son in Oz I'll never forget it just ma'am 
in the comments Navin they'll find it I won't even seal the envelope <laughs> I mean that is just typical Irish thing really is really is uh, also uh, James has been on I get uh, house to my or mail to my house with two different addresses one solo.ie and then the other just himself and I also get uh, the mail no postcode or anything you have to hand it to our local postman they're also uh, so good to check in on the elderly and people in need they really are postmen and women they are fantastic and the fact that they can decipher from our garbled writing first of all fair play to them I mean some of the stuff that I've sent the writing is just like what? And then not only that wrong addresses and just random names and you know we just go over there somewhere over there they'll get it Uh, keep those coming in have you gotten have you received anything where the most bizarre address was on it but it reached you and it was supposed to reach you or did you send something and you had no idea and you just sent it off on a wing and a prayer hoping it would get there. Let me know 086-1800-658. Also, if you are the kind soul who sent that lovely card to the Nugent family, they want to hear from you. So if that is you and you'd like to make yourself known, they'd just like to thank you themselves. 086-1800-658. Now from local news to celeb news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Avatar will be released in cinemas later on this month. The cast and crew are currently on a massive campaign trail ahead of its release and James Cameron was asked recently why the avatars are blue. Here's what he had to say. Well, I mean, all the other colours were taken, you know, if you think about it. The Hulk is green, uh, Zoe's character Gamera was was green, even before you, Gamora, even before you you played her from the comics, uh, Spongebob was yellow, (laughs) right? (laughs) We're all various shades of pink and brown and so pretty much blue was left. Blue. Love Island fans won't have long to wait for the winter version of the show. ITV have confirmed it'll start on January the 16th. It'll be the first show hosted by new presenter Maya Jama and it'll be held in South Africa. Selena Gomez was chatting to Jimmy Fallon earlier on and confirmed new music is coming. She also said the music will be a bit more upbeat than usual. Fans are all going on the socials. Hey, does this mean there's going to be more music? Mm-hmm. And That's it. accurate. There is isn't. I'm so used to writing sad girl songs because I'm good at that, but... You are. I'm ready to have some fun, and I thank you for it. Oh, I can't wait. All right, kids, so you're in the studio now and working? Yes, I'm actually doing it here, which is awesome. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I love Selena Gomez. Absolutely brilliant. She'll be coming back with new music. Now, getting back to our Christmas festive vibes... Here's the Ronettes on LMFM's 11 to 1 with a sleigh ride. Christmas on LMFM with your local mace, making your Christmas extra special with festive offers. Love that one, sleigh ride, the Ronettes. Now we're talking about bold food, you know, greasy, lovely, chocolatey, just bold food. But made good. I'm going to be chatting to the fabulous Gina and Carol Daly. They are the Daily Dish, the foodies, the king and queen of the air fryer. They have won a well-deserved on Post-Irish Book Award for their latest book. It's called The Daily Dish, Bold Food Made Good. We're going to chat to them after these. 11 to 1. 
They are the king and queen of the air fryer, the husband and wife foodies from County Meath making bold food good. They've picked up a well-deserved award recently at the On Post Irish Book Awards. Their book, The Daily Dish, Bold Food Made Good, received the award for Avoca Cookbook of the Year. And this book is jammed with great recipes from breakfast inspiration like Italian baked eggs to speedy midweek meals like crispy beef tacos. They've got buttermilk chicken burgers in there, slow cooker, air fryer favourites, of course, uh, to recipes the kids can cook themselves. Each recipe is packed full of Gina and Carl's trademark bold flavours and I'm delighted to have them both on the line with me now. How are we getting on? Award winners. Hello, how are you? I'm delighted for you. You must be thrilled with the win. It's crazy, yeah. Like, I mean, it's the third year in a row we've been nominated and the first year where COVID didn't stop us having a night out. Um, which was brilliant. We were just excited for the party more than that now. So we weren't <laughs> expecting to win. And lo and behold, when they called our name, I think we both started laughing. We just didn't yeah. believe it. Pure shock. Um, we were we were um, not anticipating a win at all. And everyone prior to us um, and after us, they were like, oh, we weren't expecting to win. But here's my acceptance speech that I prepared <laughs> earlier. We just got up we're like, eh. Uh, we winged it. It was crap. <laughs> Oh, so you had to do the speech and all and you had nothing prepared. I love it. That's the, the essence of you guys. You're so humble in the in the face of all the success. As well as that, big congratulations to you because the last time we spoke, which was in April 2020, you guys uh, had, well, we didn't know, but you guys now have added to your family with the gorgeous baby Jean, who I believe just turned one. Yeah, thank you so much. He is the light of our life. He's our little rainbow with an extra colour. He's just magic. Yeah, we were um, absolutely delighted to find out we were pregnant yeah. again. And when he he was born, um, our world just changed for the better. He's just amazing. He's the best little boy. And the love all of us have for him is just incredible. And his brother and sister are just like a second mummy and daddy. Oh, brilliant. Mad about brilliant. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's good to have that help. It's good to have the help from the older kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when they were small, I was on my own and it was, it was you know, it's tough going with two babies. They were both just kind of two under two type of thing. Um, but now it's like, you know, grab me a nappy. Oh, it's great to have that. And, you know, I was just love looking at all the little videos on Instagram. He is just such a gorgeous, gorgeous, squishable little guy. He's absolutely gorgeous. But uh, talk to me now about bold food, because I mean, look at the title of this book alone is enough to entice me. Bold food made goods. You guys love bold food, don't you? Absolutely. And I mean, like, it, it's, I suppose going back to where it all started, like the whole reason we started cooking was because, you know, we were very fond of the ale takeaways and the kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's grand to have once in a while, but you can't, you know, you can't live off them. So we decided to kind of start making that kind of stuff at home and healthier. And it's just kind of, I suppose, evolved into into this. And this book, uh, I think we just we just threw everything at it. Like we, we had a little bit longer because the first book came out in April. The second book came out in April. We had a diary in between. So it was there was so much going on. We had a little bit longer with this one. And we just put so much into it and had so much fun. Um, you know, we, we've changed it up a little bit. We've included calorie counts, cook time, prep time to make it even more easier. As always, like, you know, for, for us, it, it has to be easy, has yeah. to be cheap, and it has to be easy to access the ingredients. So you can go to your local supermarket, not spend a fortune and go home and cook up an absolutely banging dinner. And that's, that's what it's all about. And like, like you mentioned earlier on as well, 
we, we found during lockdown, you know, getting the kids more involved in the kitchen and not just grabbing chicken nuggets out of the freezer, but saying to them, look, do you want to make your own chicken nuggets from yeah. scratch? And they're so much nicer. So we put a little chapter for the kids in there to help encourage parents to bring the little ones in and show them the fun and the crack you can have in the kitchen. Yeah, that's a fantastic aspect of it as well. And have you guys found that their palates have expanded that bit more because they are so hands-on in the kitchen with you? Yeah, I mean, with the two older ones, I have a very fussy eater and one guy who just takes the hand off you for anything. Um, and with Holly, she we we kind of encouraged her to to see the ingredients, to see what she was eating, and because she knew what was going into it, she was watching what was there. She was more inclined to taste it and try it. Now, not everything she enjoyed. Yeah. But, well, look, she's you know, still only, you know, she's a kid. But, yeah. Yeah, but it, it really encouraged her to be like, and like, she, she got such a love for cooking as well that, you know, every day we'd make something, the next day she'd be like, I think this is what I want today. And it just, it's, it's a, I think it's a really nice way to get kids or encourage kids to eat expand their palate yeah. eat a little bit more yeah it's really it's a really nice thing to do it really is so what's your go-to bold food I know Carl you're probably going to say burger <laughs> no do you know what actually out of the new book like there's so many in there but there's two in the new book that really I, I've been kind of overindulging in it's the sticky orange chicken oh it's just, it's the fun part about it is you're making it with a can of fizzy orange. Oh, wow. so when, like when people see you, what are you doing there? I'm making chicken. Um, it's just delicious, and it was again like a lot of our recipes are inspired by, you know, by, by food we've had abroad or places we've been. And this was actually our first holiday together. We were over in the states, and we had come into Santa Barbara. We just travelled down the highway for hours, and we were famished. And we found a little Panda Express, which is kind of like a fast food. Chinese takeout. We got orange chicken, and we were sitting in like a little Golden Girls hotel. It was oh, really motel. motel. <laughs> Cans of cores on the balcony, and our orange chicken. And I think food for us, it, it, we always have not a story, but it, it always reminds us of a time in our life, and that one particular time, like it was, it was just, it was a real kind of. Are we really here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then years later, we decided like let's let's try and make orange chicken, and we just again like the reason we're using the can of fizzy oranges because we're using it. It's, it's the zero one, so there's no yep. sugar, so that's giving you your sweetness without having to add in sugar. So that's the healthy aspect, obviously, fresh chicken and all that kind of jazz. But and then the other one I, I'm absolutely addicted to is the slow cooker masaman curry, which Ooh. is just delicious. That was oh. one of your dad's favorite dishes. Yeah. Yeah, he loved that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, th- and this is the weather for the slow cooker. And that's the thing. I love that you guys have thrown in recipes like that we can make and save, you know, minimum time. But as well as that, you've got the slow burners, which, you know, just kind of, you know, <laughs> literally anticipation from morning till the time that you eat this stuff. So you've got the slow cooker ones in there as well. Absolutely. And I think the slow cooker ones for us, because we work from home, they're a killer because you're smelling this gorgeous yeah. food all day as you're <laughs> yeah. in the house. But no, I think like what we tried to do is we tried to give something for everything. And there's, well, there's slow cooker and air fryer chapters in there. These are also recipes that can be adapted for oven cooking if you don't have those utensils. But we just tried to give so, a little bit different and, and something kind of that everyone can try. And I mean, they're so simple. Right. Yeah, and each and each page, we what we wanted to do was for you to open it up and go, oh, I'll make that, I'll make that, I'll make that. Not just skim through it and kind of pick one or two things that you could make. So the, the accessibility to the ingredients and all of that was key to it. So um, I just think it's, it's I, I think it's a really enjoyable. And for me, picking up a, a cookbook, there are times where I might only make one recipe out of a cookbook that I love. Um, I love looking at the pictures. Yeah. My, my attempt, everything. Whereas I think a lot of people are really, um, 
you know, diving into this book and diving into the other ones as well and constantly sending us pictures and images of the dishes that they've done. They're like, this is now a family favourite, which we absolutely love. Oh, you love getting the feedback from people. Now, oh, you, yeah. did, you did mention air fryer. I can't have you guys on without talking about air fryers because I think uh, you guys single-handedly ensured that every Irish household has an <laughs> air fryer. I think the manufacturers need to be kind of giving you guys commission at this stage. Uh, now, you've tried pretty much everything in this. What's the most bizarre thing that you've tried in an air fryer that you're like, oh my God, that actually works? An omelette. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. But like, I think even as time goes on, like when you're throwing things in, some things don't work and some things work great. But I think the the, the nice aspect to the air fryer um, is like a couple of weeks ago, I did a lasagna and I did a comparison yes. to the oven uh, versus the air fryer. And it was like, 40 or 50 minutes in the oven and it was 14 minutes in the air wow. so when, now that things I suppose the cost of living and everything else mm. everyone is watching their pennies so if you have one you know pull it out dust it off you don't have to make sausages and chips in it <laughs> it works for everything I actually saw that video of the lasagna and I was like no way the lasagna so like <laughs> just a smaller tin is it? Pardon? Uh, sorry, is it just a smaller tin that you put it into in the air fryer? Is that how the yeah, key to... you can, I have made it directly in the drawer before. Wow, okay. Uh, so <laughs> you, can, you can layer it up like you would in a, a regular casserole dish. But if you have um, like glass lunch boxes, yeah. liter glass lunch boxes, or the, if you, I, I reuse the foil trays that I get from, from different things. Yes. Um, and just layer it up in that and just drop it in and it's it's just far away there's no preheating there's no passing around it's just like fish <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh I'm going to try that I'm going to try the lasagna in the air fryer because that's one of the favourites in our house so talk to me then about the, the favourite one the one that'll get all the family eating the same thing that you guys have in the book okay so yeah I think like everything everything, yeah, everything. No. <laughs> oh that's great um, yeah like there's, uh, there's so many like obviously there's there's some that will what we what we like to do because we have such a fussy eater is with vegetables and stuff like that. Um, we make them kind of chunkier so that they can be picked out. So I know that's not ideal, but look, that's just life. Um, yeah. And there's a few things the, like the air fryer chicken wings. The kids like oh, at least yeah. once a week demand those. Um, they're they're actually yeah. Different. And there's a, another recipe for it's KFC pops. Oh, and um, like that it's like you know getting something from a takeaway it's got a beautiful sauce and it can be thrown in with rice or noodles um, and what what the kids like so it's it's a very they're all adaptable like if we want rice or if the kids want chips or whatever you know it's easy to kind of mix and match the, the dishes Absolutely and what about Christmassy themed food now will we have any of that popping up on your Instagram over the next little while? Yeah, actually, I, I put up one there uh, last week. It was one I, I, I made last year, and it was I loved it, and I made it again this year. It's in the book. It's it's the festive toasty. So it's kind of like your your typical kind of like turkey and ham in a toasty, but you've got brie cheese, cranberry sauce, and Amazing. it's on the pan, so you get that lovely golden or, crisp on yeah, the outside. Yeah, and we do like a festive three-in-one. Four-in-one, four 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 yeah. So it's like, you know, your, your chips, yes. curry sauce and stuff, but we do it like stuffing and cranberry. gravy and cranberry. And you can throw in a few Brussels sprouts, but like we like to shred up the Brussels sprouts. Yes. Do some it's, sesame oil and stuff. It's, oh, kind, of having, it's kind of like having fun with your, with your leftovers. Like yeah. you made the other day with the phyllo pastry or the puff pastry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and curry sauce. Like if you've leftover turkey, um, and I had cabbage and yeah. leeks and they just threw it all on a bit of puff pastry 
sprinkled it with uh, stuffing, threw it in the oven, and you have this gorgeous, like a tartlet um, with a bit of cranberry sauce. It was oh my amazing. God, it's amazing. It was hoovered up. <laughs> oh, so you're, the mouth is watering here, and it's lunchtime as well. You guys are giving us so much idea. So, uh, what's next, though? Because I know, I know you guys are so busy because you've got the other business as well, and I've no doubt, though, you've got something up your sleeve or another book in you. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, as we said, like, we've kind of, like, in just a space of under three years, we've brought three books out, yeah. and we've had so much chaos and so much going on. I think we kind of, we're, we're finishing up a few bits now, and we're kind of hoping to just, for December, chill as much as we yes. can. And there's a couple of little things we're, we're, we're working on at the moment for, for next year. Um, yeah, there's, there's plenty in the pipeline. Nothing nothing that we can, we can mention. <laughs> oh, she's keeping it close to the chest. Gina's like, shush, Carl, shush. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we're going to look forward to whatever is in store. I've no doubt great things will will come in store for you guys. It's been such a pleasure having you back on the show. Congratulations on baby Jean and this award. And thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much much for having us. Happy Christmas to you. Thanks a million. The Daily Dish, Gina and Carol Daly, they are fantastic. Someone's asking, will they cook for me? Will they come and cook for me? This person is saying, I know. Wouldn't it be great to have Gina and Carol in your house all all the time? Well, you can if you get their book. It's called The Daily Dish, Bold Food Made Good. It's by Gina and Carol Daly. It's out everywhere, everywhere. All great bookstores now. 11 to 1 with Yes, we have a great competition all this week. We're on the lookout for the Northeast's happiest, smiliest, most helpful staff member in your local shop. Okay, so the local enterprise office in Laird and Meads, they are all about shopping local this Christmas. They have given us a fantastic prize. We have two. €125 shop local gift cards to give away. One for the staff member who's the friendliest and one for the person who nominates them. Now, we're going to be giving this away tomorrow and Thursday, okay, on the show. But right now, I'm on the lookout for nominations, right? We want the nicest, most helpful, friendliest, you know that person that always greets you just with a smile, goes the extra mile for you in your local shop. We want to celebrate them. I want you to get in touch with the nominations. There's something in it for you as well. You also get a €125 shop local voucher just for nominating. 86 658 And don't forget, look for local, look for loud this year when you're shopping for your Christmas shopping. So WhatsApp us in now, 086-1800-658. I want to hear about the friendliest, most helpful shopkeeper in your local area. And we're going to be giving those prizes away on tomorrow's show. And that's all with thanks to the local enterprise office. Getting all the feels from their messages coming in about the friendliest shopkeeper in the Northeast. Do keep them coming in to me on WhatsApp and text 086-1800-658. Back to the music now. Here's the Kings of Leon. There's Kings of Leon finishing out our programme. Thank you to all the guests. Thank you for your company as always. Stay tuned for news at one and Jerry Kelly after that. I'll chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1. With- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.